best quarterback room ever. We will explain. Huge pickup without getting Austin Simmons for, to decommit from the Florida Gators and come to the Ole Miss Rebels. The South Florida quarterback is an unreal prospect. We'll talk about that right after this. This is the Locked On Ole Miss Podcast Special Edition. You are locked on Ole Miss. Your daily podcast on the Ole Miss Rebels. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, I'm Stephen Willis, and this is a special edition of the Locked On Ole Miss podcast. It won't be a full episode, but I wanted to talk about it a little bit. We will have the comments up. You might not be able to see it, but you can comment on it as well and see exactly what's going on. Uh Austin Simmons has flipped from Florida to Ole Miss. Now, this morning, my phone started blowing up with some sources from Florida that this might be happening, something for me to keep an eye on. And they've helped me out instrumentally through this. And he explained what he thought happened. He couldn't prove it, but he gave me his theory of what was going on. All I know is that Florida thought they were in pretty good position as of earlier this week. Something happened, and that changed. Why it changed, it doesn't matter. The end result is he's he's flipped Ole Miss. The top 2025 top 100 quarterback is going to reclassify to the 2023 class and enroll at Ole Miss. Here he is. This is his rankings from his 2025 profile. On three is already listing him as a commit. This is their um, profile page. 6'195 pound quarterback from Moorhaven Junior Senior School in Pahokee, Florida. I think he was teammates with DJ Holmes in Pahokee last season as well. He broke Anquan Rep um, Bolden's record for passing at Pahokee, but you can see how he ranks. Um, Rivals has him as a top 50 quarterback in the country. ESPN at 77. 24 7 has him at 58. On three, has him at 136. And that was for a total thing where it comes out at 72. He's the predicted as number four quarterback in the country in that class. So he's reclassifying and making what could be just a fantastic quarterback room for Ole Miss. Just a monster. It's the best quarterback room Ole Miss has had since Glenn Griffin. They already had that situation before this one. And this only makes it even better. And not only that, when you take a 24-24 quarterback prospect is currently at the Elite 11 Finals. All of that is quite interesting, and this room has a chance to get really crowded really quick. And I really like what Lane Kiffin is doing. He wants, obviously wants to find the best available players and just completely stack each position and let them compete for the starting job. Now, what I think is going to happen, if we look at Austin Simmons as a player and watch his highlights on Huddle, it's absolutely worth it to watch his highlights on Huddle. Because this is a southpaw, he's a left-handed player. When he throws the ball, it's unbelievably smooth. He uses all parts of the field. He's very, uh, what's the word? His assumptions of what the defense is going to do, he's not afraid to do that even as a young quarterback. So he's well beyond his years. And then when you add on top of this, and this is another thing that I think Ole Miss is going to make out on this one, he's a left-handed pitcher that throws like 97 miles an hour. 
And that is really important for this Ole Miss pitching staff. At 97-mile-an-hour southpaw who's going to come in. And honestly, I joke with people all the time, is if I was a left-handed pitcher that could throw a 97-mile-an-hour fastball, I'd never put on shoulder pads again. But he can do it. He's probably going to try and play both school, both positions. I expect him as a 17-year-old, because he is 17, um, to redshirt year one at Ole Miss. Get his feet wet, compete in the spring with Walker Howard um, and Damon Williams, and start to sort that out as well. But I do expect him to redshirt year one. He, he might not, but just common sense tells me that that is a possibility as well. Anyway, I do want to let you know that this show is brought to you by Bird Dogs. It's the most comfortable shorts you will ever wear. Seriously. Now, many people know my story and what I went through, and I have to walk multiple times a day or else I get wobbly. Half my balance got cut out during surgery, so I have to keep that up. And if I ever let that slip, I'm just, you know, let's just say my days of um, ice skating and things like that is over. Heck, my days of walking a straight line is over. But it's unbelievable comfortable shorts. And if, if you don't believe me, shorts are so important to walking because if you pick the wrong shorts, it can be absolutely miserable. If you don't believe me, put on a pair of swim trunks and walk a mile. These shorts have a liner so they don't run up. They have stretchy fabric, anti-sweat, anti-stink fabric that they invented that you can wear. And it's just perfect for these hot, humid summer months especially if you want to be outside doing yard work, playing golf, or whatever. So believe me when I tell you, these will be the most comfortable shorts you ever purchase, period. So go to birddogs.com slash college and enter promo code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for a free Yeti-style tumbler with your order. That's LOCKEDONCOLLEGE, birddogs.com slash college promo code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for a free Yeti-style tumbler. You want to want to take your bird dogs off, I promise you. Seriously, you'll be in my comments if you get these saying, hey, Steve, you were right. All right, thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. Every dayers, Kara McCutcheon will be on the show tomorrow talking about NIL, what's going on in that space, and also talking a little bit about the 2024 opponents that were released. So, we're talking about Austin Simmons right now. Really, really, really good football player. It, it, like I said, he's multiple top 50 selections in the recruiting rankings for 2025. Now, it's really early on for those rankings, but if you watch his huddle film, you can see where that comes from, and you can see why Florida and Ole Miss were competing for his services kind of hot and heavy over the last couple of weeks. Now, we do not know how this will affect Damon Williams. I don't think it will. The way this Ole Miss program runs and the way they recruit and the way they talk about it is we are always going to try and recruit over your head. We are always going to recruit your replacement. We are pro-mindset. You know, go back and listen to my interview that I had with Dayton Wade a few days ago. Pro-mindset means that they are always going to try and basically put you out of football. They're, they are going to find your replacement. They're going to, you're going to find the bench and you're going to find your way out of here. And that is the way that they're going to do. And because of that, and the competition that these players understand that are going on, they're not afraid of that. They embrace it. They understand that the next level will be like that. This is like preparation. This is like a job interview of sorts for the next level. So you can learn to handle this mentally 
So whenever it actually happens in the league, you can just kind of go about your business and compete for a chance to start because this is nothing new to you. But Austin Simmons and Damon Williams and Walker Howard will have a pretty good competition in the spring before 2024. Like I said, he's a left-handed quarterback. He runs a 4-5-40. He's 6'4". He should not move the way he moves. He has all the ability in the world, and people were going... If this hadn't happened, okay? If Ole Miss hasn't gotten him and got him to enroll, if this would have gone on through 2024 like we expected it to and like the class he's in, this recruitment would turn insane. Almost to the point where I don't know if Ole Miss would have been able to have the money um, NIL-wise to compete. To get him, this was likely the only way for it to happen. He's a good player. I've heard different stuff all the time. The transfer portal, whenever he gets to campus, is always going to be an option. I think this is a third high school. There's no reason to assume that college will be, won't be any different. So if he comes in and Walker Howard just takes that job and puts a stranglehold on it, he's probably gone. But that is the nature of the world of college sports that we live in now. That's just the way it is. That doesn't mean you don't add him to the hopper to try because the physical tools are unlike pretty much any that are on campus. He's faster than Walker Howard. I think Walker Howard has a stronger arm. But they're they're both top-level quarterbacks that all kinds of people would fight and give their left arm for. And honestly, I'm really, really impressed that this quarterback room and these, if you go back to the end, after the Egg Bowl, okay? After the Egg Bowl, you have Jackson Dart returning. It was known that Luke Altmaier was transferring out. Marcel Reed, if everybody remembers him, was likely going to go to Texas A&M. That was already happening. Ole Miss had one quarterback. And then Lane Kiffin said, no. No, we, we are not going to let this happen again. This is not something that we need to have currently happening, not to hit the trajectory that we want to hit. So he had it, Spencer Sanders and Walker Howard, in reverse order. Walker Howard, then Spencer Sanders. And in between, I think, in between Walker Howard and Spencer Sanders, Demond Williams committed. That was class of 2024 quarterback. He was at 11-11 finals this weekend. And then you get Spencer Sanders. And now they're going to go get Austin Simmons. So if you want high school quarterbacks to where in the class of 2023 you add Austin Simmons, in the class of 24 you add Demond Williams, I think that puts that narrative to bed. I don't know if people can necessarily talk about that I mean good player great quarterback there's a lot of unknowns that come in he's not going to come in as a 17 year old and be the starting quarterback stop those expectations you have Jackson Dark you have Spencer Sanders you even have Walker Howard who's gone through a spring what I expect is a red shirt type year I expect him to play baseball and I honestly think he'll be on the field in baseball because a 97 mile an hour fastball from the left-handed side that's nothing to sneeze at and I think he's going to go through spring at some level, and he'll compete with Walker Howard and Demond Williams for that starting quarterback job in 2024. Will he win? I don't know. I'm just saying he will compete, and I imagine that was all he was promised. Now, if that competition goes sideways, 
in this age of NIL, in this age of transfer portal, in college football, I imagine it could get a little squirrely. But, I mean, that doesn't mean you shouldn't recruit him. That doesn't mean you shouldn't add him to your football team and see what happens. If the worst-case scenario happens, you're still in the same boat you were even before you started recruiting him. He, he is an ultra-talent. Like I said, watch his huddle highlights online. He does not look like a sophomore quarterback. He does not. He, he has a chance to be unbelievably special playing the quarterback position. But when you look at the quarterback room that Ole Miss has, Walker Howard, Austin Simmons, then Damon Williams, they're just stacking quarterbacks one on top of the other, and it, it's it's it is pretty fantastic, honestly, to see. It is pretty fantastic. I do hope everybody enjoys this because you can see the talent. I've already talked about the talent on this Ole Miss team is probably better than at any point during my Ole Miss fandom. I mean, you'd have to go back to the early '60s to find a team that comparatively to the other teams is as talented as this one. People know that. You have a coach that's going to be making $9 million a year at Ole Miss. Nothing to sneeze at. That kind of talent. Texas and Oklahoma coming into the league in 2024. The schedule release did not kill Ole Miss and their hopes for the playoff before it even started because, believe me, it could have killed Ole Miss. Now, I'm not saying it's not difficult. It's going to be difficult. It's a Southeastern Conference schedule. Difficult is what you want. Difficult is what all fans want for all teams. But it's all in play. In this quarterback room and setting it up and building talent and stacking quarterbacks and stacking running backs and stacking wide receivers, offensive linemen, you can see recruiting-wise what they're doing. And whenever you look at the situation, I give Walker Jones and the Grove Collective, you know, the Grove Collective, all the credit in the world. Because after the end of last season happened, and there was this huge rally of donations to the Grove Collective to raise the Ole Miss NIL fund from somewhere around one or two million dollars up to upwards of 10 or 11. Now it's probably somewhere around 15. He gets all the credit in the world. The Grove Collective is doing a fantastic job. And the way you want to see, you want to see how this goes, look at how Ole Miss is recruiting in state. Look at how Ole Miss is recruiting high school players this year. Look how much more fun recruiting is this season in this age of NIL. This isn't just happening. They're not they're not coming to Ole Miss because they have relationships or anything like that. They're coming to Ole Miss because the first thing, the gatekeeper is the is what they can provide. NIL was. That's the gatekeeper. And if you cannot do that, you are going to struggle in recruiting because relationships, even with coaches and all that, it's all such a secondary thing now. Still important, but it's only important when the first thing is close to where it can be important. And that money is going into the Mississippi high school class, into Austin Simmons. This is a fantastic move by Lane Kiffin. I'm looking forward to seeing exactly how he, he progresses as an Ole Miss quarterback and as an Ole Miss student. If he reclassifies, I think he'll be in 
school in time for second summer. The first time we'll see him and Ole Miss pads will be in August. So we'll see exactly what he does. He's probably going to run some scout team, and this year is going to be a little bit difficult. But it should be all good for a quarterback and his talent. And if he learns and puts his head to the grindstone and figure out figures out what's going on, he has a chance in the spring, by the time it comes around, to really compete for this job. Him, Walker Howard, and DeMond Williams, all supremely talented quarterbacks. Quarterbacks the likes of which Ole Miss has lucked into in the past. The Chad Kellys, the Matt Corrals, the Jevin Sneeds. Getting these guys from scratch, that's new. That's different for Ole Miss football. And it's a sign that we're getting close to turning that corner. Because at this point, we've made, what, two Sugar Bowls in the last 10 years? Three access balls. At this point, turning the next corner means you're getting into the tournament. Period. Anyway, thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. Tomorrow on the show, Kara McCutcheon going to talk NIL and the 2024 opponent schedule. Also, give us a subscribe to the YouTube channel. Rate and review us on iTunes. That would be um, um, preferable. All right. Um, I do have a couple questions before I get out of here. Somebody hit the chat real quick. Um, somebody says, when do you think this kid is really going to play for you? I doubt he even sticks around. Somebody Can somebody say transfer? I talked about that. It doesn't matter. That doesn't mean you don't recruit him. Because even if he doesn't play for it, it's not. A, it, he's a luxury piece. If you look at Ole Miss's quarterback room and who, how they have, who they have committed, it doesn't matter if he transfers away. If it works out, fantastic. If he decides in a year or two that this isn't working out, Walker Howard probably beat him out pretty good. It, it, you can't worry about that. You've got to shoot your shot because the tools are there. The talent's there. The kid deserves a shot, and he's going to get his shot. And if you're not, Mike Bianco is going to get a heck of a pitcher because the guy throws 97 from the left-handed side. So I'm not worried about it at all. So... Uh, Matthew Mitchell also said, let's go as well. So I'm, I'm really excited about what's going on. The great pickup. Uh, absolutely agree with Lane Kiffin doing this and figuring out a way to get this done. Um, extremely bright player. I compared him to Doogie Hauser, I think, earlier when I talked about him. So tune in for the show tomorrow, and um, we will see you next time. Take care. Peace.